0: Now I started building my Airbnb portfolio back in 2017 on accident. My wife and I were looking to buy a second home, preferably somewhere in the forest or on the beach. As it turned out, at the time, we were not ready to buy a beachfront property, we just didn't have the money, and so we started looking in nature. One of our criterias was that we wanted to be close to Las Vegas, so we looked at spots like Brian Head in Utah, we looked at Prescott in Arizona, but the one that we ended up settling on was Big Bear in California. And the reason i really liked big bear because i felt like it was really undervalued compared to everywhere else you had properties that were selling for the same amount as in brianhead as in prescott and they were significantly less than the bigger spots like tahoe like vale like aspen and not to mention you can get there in three to three and a half hours from vegas so it was a no-brainer on picking that as our location for a second home. And so I started to look for a deal, but to be honest, I wasn't really looking to make a profit on the rental. My whole goal was that if I could just rent it out and have all of my bills paid and then use the cabin when I wanted to, then it was a win in my book and we had a second home that was essentially free. Well, I ended up buying the first cabin in 2017. We paid $200,000 for it. It was about 900 square feet, two bedroom, one bathroom, and we ended up putting about $35,000 into the renovation. After I completed the renovation, I ended up refinancing it for around $300,000 and I got the majority of my money back out of the deal and so it was a very successful burr. Now, doing the burr strategy on it was great and that was something that I did anticipate happening because I knew I bought it at a discount, but what I didn't anticipate was how lucrative the Airbnb was going to be. On average, that house was renting out for $4,000 a month, and my mortgage was only around 15 dollars to $1,600. And so even when you account for management, cleaning, and these other things, you're still cash flowing a significant amount. And so naturally, as somebody who enjoys making money in cash flow, I decided that I'm going to buy another one of these. Like, this first one has turned out great, Let's see if we can work our magic again. And later that year, I did just that. I bought a house that had a guest house that ended up being our most profitable Airbnb because it was two units. And then I ended up scaling that over the years to eight properties. Now, during the years of owning those eight properties, they've gone up over a million dollars in equity. Right from the beginning of buying them, I already had built-in equity because I had a good deal. And I would say that it was probably around a million dollars. But during this time, the market has gone crazy nationwide, but it has really exploded in Big Bear with other people realizing how discounted it is compared to all these other places. And so in total, I've probably gained a million dollars in equity just in appreciation as well. And the reason I share that. that story is to show you that becoming a millionaire isn't really that difficult. You could take just what I did the last four years in Big Bear by itself, and that would have made me a multi-millionaire. I had a million dollars of built-in equity on the purchase, I had a million dollars in appreciation, and that's not even counting all of the cash flow those houses produced over the last four years. So if you were thinking that you wanted to potentially be a millionaire and it was gonna take you all these years of saving, I just gave you a path to do it in just four years' time on eight properties. Now, even though gaining net worth from these properties has been really cool, the part that has stood out the most about Airbnb is the cash flow. So let's talk about what these actually produced the last four years. So 2018 was my first full year of renting properties out on Airbnb and we did $108,000 in gross profit. Now, this $108,000 is not what I netted. That's the top line revenue. The other expenses that go along with that are obviously the mortgages for the properties, the property manager, the cleaners, any kind of maintenance we had with the properties, and then any supplies that were needed for the properties as well. Now, in 2018 when I was figuring out how to do this, my wife and I were actually the ones managing the property. So, we did not have a property manager expense and that's just pure cash flow it's not taking into account all the appreciation those properties gained all the depreciation and tax write-offs i got it's not taking into account all the other deductions i get so owning rental properties is not just about the cash flow you make every month or every year there's so much more that goes into it that in my opinion is far more valuable than the cash flow now 2018 was a good first year of airbnb and it gave me more proof that i was onto something in that market and with our concept for Airbnb. So I ended up buying a couple more. And in 2019, we had a much bigger year. We did $321,000 in gross profit. Now on that, it's hard for me to say how many units we had at the time because many of these properties we were buying, but even though we owned them, they weren't renovated yet and rented out. Some were rented out for half the year versus a full year. So I couldn't really give you an average price per unit that they were making, but long story short, It was a significant amount of money that we were netting in 2019 from the Airbnbs. 2019 was the first year I hired a property manager. I actually got my cousin to do it for 10%. And his 10% wasn't based on the gross profit. It was based on gross profit minus cleaning fees, essentially what Airbnb gives us after all of their expenses. And speaking of expenses, I forgot to mention earlier, one of the other pieces that you have to pay are taxes to the city or the county for allowing you to do Airbnb. And those taxes vary. You can be in the same general area, but if one side falls on the city line and the other side falls on the county line, you're paying a different person who has different rules and different fees. But anyways, if I had to put a guess on 2019, it's probably around 20% net profit on that number. So I took home maybe 60,000 bucks. Now, as we went into 2019, I was still very excited about it. And I ended up buying a couple of more And then we all know what happened, the pandemic. The pandemic shut down Airbnb and we had to figure out what we were gonna do. As it turns out, I was able to rent some of them to long-term tenants. So I was able to recoup some of the money that year. But it was interesting because once people were able to go out again, Big Bear was in high demand. Everybody wanted to get out in nature and prices were going up like crazy. And in 2020, on just Airbnb, we did $450,000 even with the shutdowns and everything that happened. So it was a good year in revenue, but I will say this was the year that Big Bear started to get on my nerves. They started to enact more laws and regulations. They started to have way more crackdowns and all this stuff. And I'm just not down with that. My wealth was starting to grow a lot more in 2020, mainly because real estate prices were going up. I was doing a lot more on YouTube. So my businesses were starting to grow even faster. And it just became this thing where Big Bear and making $450,000 in revenue kind of wasn't worth the headache and stress it was giving me because now I can go just do these other things that are gonna be far more lucrative. But nonetheless, I said, I'm gonna keep all these properties, but I am done buying in Big Bear. The only way I will buy is on a house flip. I don't wanna hold any more rentals. And so that's exactly what I did. During this time, we flipped a few homes in Big Bear and we made really good money just because the market appreciated a lot. But I just decided I'm not gonna keep any more up here because it is just too much of a headache, even though the returns are great. So going into 2021, we didn't add any new ones to the portfolio. We actually lost one because Big Bear flagged the guest house on one of the very first ones that I bought. They said, you can't rent this guest house anymore, even though we've allowed you to rent it all of these years, even though you've paid all of these taxes on it, you are now no longer able to rent this because who knows. But nonetheless, we had our best year ever in 2021. We are projected to do $550,000 in revenue. Traditionally, December is the biggest month. People pay crazy money for Christmas and New Year's. And last year we did over $100,000, and I expect to do more of the same this year. So with everything that is already closed and with some bookings that I anticipate happening, we should cross over 550. And on that 550, I should be able to net about 20% and make over six figures in passive income just from this little piece of my business, which really was more of a side hustle than anything because it was something that I never anticipated happening. I just wanted to own a second home, and then it became this business, but now... It's a business that I don't really want to grow anymore just because of all the regulation. And I'll just say that my property manager has done a great job dealing with the city. We had a couple of fines in excess of $7,000 each that we got reversed. And she has been working with getting that guest house reapproved, among other issues. And so if I didn't have her and I was the one dealing with these issues, I would actually probably sold all these properties because it's just not really worth my time at this point. But nonetheless, that doesn't mean that Airbnb is bad or I'm hating on it. I actually love it love Airbnb. I just don't like the city of Big Bear and all the regulation. And that leads me into my big plan for 2022. Many people have asked me, what about Vegas for Airbnb? Why don't you own any out there? Well, to this point, Vegas has also had a ton of restriction on Airbnb. It was pretty much outlawed everywhere. Well, then Henderson ended up changing their rules and said, hey, we'll allow it, but you gotta follow all these different things. One of the rules being that you can't be within a thousand square feet of another Airbnb. At that point, I said, eh, I still don't wanna deal with it. There's too much regulation. I already have enough regulation in Big Bear, right? But something crazy is happening in 2022. Vegas is now getting rid of that rule. I don't know what the new rule is going to be, but they are gonna be more Airbnb friendly. So my plan is to do Airbnb in Vegas and Henderson much more now since the regulations are softening. And if that ends up happening the right way, I may just potentially sell my Big Bear properties and just focus on the Vegas market for Airbnb. So I'm really hopeful for that because that would make me wanna buy a lot more rental properties in Las Vegas.